Hey man, it's me, Kevin Smith, but my alter ego is Silent Bob, and guess what? I'm in a new movie with my alter ego, man. Jay and Silent Bob Reboot. We dropped the trailer. You can see it online at RebootRoadShow.com, and while you're there, maybe tick, pick up some tickets. Come see us, man. You come see me and Jay live all across the country, um, showing the movie, and then Q&A and afterwards and whatnot. Um, we, there's more shows being added. So if you don't see your neck of the woods, trust me, there's a whole new slew, slew of dates that are coming as well. We're going to be doing this for a while, man. Taking the, we're proud of this movie. So we're going to take it around, show you the movie, sit there, watch it with you, man. Soak up all the glory. Be like, right. Isn't that funny? I knew you think it was funny, man. I'm going to make you do for you, man. I love watching the movies with the audiences, man, particularly my audience. So rebootroadshow.com man you can pick up tickets see us live or if you're like that's too pricey i don't pay no 50 bucks to see you and jay even though i paid that to see you guys do get old a few months ago and this time you have a new movie and stuff but i don't want to pay it we've made it easy for you man you could go to two screenings fathom event sneak preview screenings october 15th and october 17th tickets are on sale right now man so you could see the movie as soon as you want or you can wait and see it with us or you can do both for heaven's sakes. And then when the movie comes torn into your neck of the woods, that's when it opens in your neck of the woods. So say we go to Chicago on a Wednesday and the movie opens in Chicago on Friday. Man, it's a platform release thing and stuff. So check us out, man. Go to rebootroadshow.com, watch trailer, buy tickets. Fathom uh for tickets to the Fathom event, fathom.com. This is gonna be fun, kids. Oh, I love this movie. I can't wait to share it with you, man. This is View Skew fans, wet dream, and I'm the original View Skew fan, man. So Come see Jay and Silent Bob reboot. It's going to be a good time, man. Jason Mew's phenomenal in it. Hit me! Episode 301. You've got to throw some cold water on this situation. Start talking about nerd stuff. You know, nerd culture is mainstream now. So when you use the word nerd derogatorily, it means you're the one that's out of the zeitgeist. System activate. This is NetHeads with Will Wilkins and Trent Hunsaker. It's a tech podcast. Tech podcast. But we are a ton cooler than your typical geek. You guys rock. And now, here's Will and Trent. That's right, everybody. I'm Will. I'm Trent. And you're listening to another edition of NetHeads coming at you live, sort of, from uh, from Smodco Internet Radio. Smodcast.com. If you want to take part in the program, I want to tell you something. You can one of many different ways. One of them is Twitter, and there's only one way I like to hear about how to tweet, and that is from a main man, mm-hmm. Trent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, use the hashtag NetHeads, uh, like like the the unofficial producer of the show, uh, Rollerdog NC, who uh, just a few hours ago was catching up on episodes. Uh, well, I don't know what he was doing, but we were in him th- audibly. Yeah, well, he yeah, we were we were uh, we were uh, orally audibly in his ear. He was catching up at work, man. I. You know, that's one thing I haven't been able to do a whole hell of a lot lately. I used to, I don't know, it seemed like my workday used to be filled primarily with listening to podcasts, but now, yeah. I don't know if it's because my level of engagement is 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 more with my brain and my work, or if it's because, um, I don't know, it's just, it's not, 
I, this is going to sound stupid, Trent. It's just okay, not. It's not convenient for me to listen to podcasts anymore. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm the same <laughs> way. Like I, uh, I just listen to, to, to like music all day long while I'm at work because I get too wrapped up into into like stories. You know what I mean? That I can't focus on what I'm doing, and it takes longer. Mm-hmm. I, I completely understand. And here in in my home office situation, but I think that's really what it is because I can't. Uh, for lack of a better term, I got the uh, I got the the droid phone as my as my podcaster, droid. right? And that uh, I can plug into the mixer to listen to my podcasts. Uh, but it seems like it's always low on battery, and I got to plug it in, and the cord's not long enough. Zip zap zoop yada yada yada. I'm an idiot who, for some reason, can't get my shit together and just listen to podcasts. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Uh, okay. By the way, another way you can take part in the program, if you can, uh, while you're live with us here and now, in the here and now, uh, you could do that uh, via something that we never remember to check and more than uh, often we'll completely forget about, but you can hit us up via uh, Skype, NetHeads on there. Very simple. Uh, also, uh, if I press this little button right here, the chat will pop up like Al Alan... Ellsworth or Philsworth, I can't read it from here. It's too tiny, Trent. But uh, on Facebook, he was saying, "Hey, Netheads, what's up, bro? Oh, How's it nice. going? Right? Isn't that a little convenient thing? Technology, man. Yeah. The only thing I wish I could do is also just take the time to probably get one question answered from Restream, just so that we don't have to have the default message right here at the top that says the chat is ready to display messages. Well, good to know, but I don't think awesome. everybody." On the feed needs to know that. That's just and a uh, longtime friend of the program, uh, Miranda Janelle is uh, tuning in live. So, uh, what's up in SoCal, baby? Oh, cool. And in, and it's a good thing too. Look, here's the thing, Trent. There is something special about being live. I don't know what it is. The digital thirteen view of the tube saying, "Hey, yo, what up, man?" Uh, and that's that. There in this world of podcasting and everything else. I think the uh, tradition of a live broadcast sort of loses its value, right? Yeah. It's, yeah. It doesn't have much currency because, oh, it's available afterwards. You know, even one of the biggest uh, entertainers when it comes to, I guess you could say, radio, uh, whether you like him or not, it doesn't matter. Howard Stern basically changed an industry oh, by totally. chasing a broad, changing a broadcast medium. So it's kind of hard to argue that he is not a uh, is a success and uh, even there like on his uh, channel on Sirius it they repeat the show all day so if you aren't catching it like live on the east coast you can right. you can just defer it later and it's like hey nine o'clock I can listen to the wrap-up show or move on and listen to the show again it, it just loops uh, also you can download them in the series app so in other words live doesn't have much value anymore it almost has lost its meaning but I've figured out a way to give purpose to us risking uh, making absolute asses of ourselves or saying something incredibly wrong and exposing ourselves to all kinds of hurt uh, in getting on the air and doing this live the way we do. Other than the fact that I I love being live. I There's yeah. a certain oh, magic yeah. about it. Um, a certain... A certain something that just draws you in, uh, and and I guess it's uh, actually it's just familiarity. It's how I got started, uh, or more to the point, it's like I it's well I live live. You live live, right? Yeah, well, every we well, we well kind of we try. Hope, we, yeah, we hope so. I'm 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 trying to live in the moment. There you go, man. Um, <laughs> 
So I figured out a way to do this and and also to give something back to the people who have been giving to us. Because believe it or not, there is a NetHeads uh, on-air Patreon page. And and people can subscribe through there. And some people have come and stayed. Some have come and gone. And we still love each and every one of you. So here's what we're going to do. Live is still a medium I want to use. But it's going to have value. So what that means is from now on... Uh, I always come up with these great ideas, talk about them at the beginning, and then we never hear about them again. But let's see. Right. <laughs> uh, what's going to happen is if you are a patron, or you can catch the show live. So if you you do take the time to go ahead and catch us while we are, are live and in the moment. Uh, sorry, I was just reading <laughs> Z Digital 13. Once again, I've now made it so I can be distracted on the show. I sure <laughs> missed you guys. So many podcasts. Live NetHeads is the best, though. Thank you. Um so if you take the time to listen to the show live, you are going to be getting a special treat because you're catching it as it's going out. And then immediately after that, like as soon as I get done saying goodnight to Trent and and Night. then and then start uh, going back out to my family, uh, I will be then making every one of the videos uh, because it's, it's being recorded live as we go out on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitch. Every one of them will become private at that point, and then only our patrons will be able to catch the video as soon as I can post it after. And then, uh, same thing with the podcast. I will post that uh, as soon as I can to the Patreon. And then, finally, uh, a few days later, like let's say we do it Tuesday and I get everything up Tuesday, then on Thursday or Friday, everything go back go back out to the masses. Uh, and, and, and this isn't in any way to penalize anyone. No. That's not the point. The point is we want to make sure that the people who are supporting us directly or or more to the point in some ways paying for my uh, subscription to the Ralph Report, um, because that's on Patreon too. <laughs> <laughs> I realized yeah, that the just, other day. It's, 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 yeah, it just, it just goes right into it. What I need to do is I need to become a patron of our Patreon page in the exact same amount as amount. that. So that exactly. way yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it washes. And then I feel like I am contributing to it now. Boy, I've just peeled back the onion way too much. Um as a way to thank everyone that's made that uh, that investment in us, we want to make sure we're giving something back to you. So that's what we're going to do. You get the first crack at the podcast, and best of all, other than when we talk about crap like this, uh, you are you're getting it commercial free. That is the only place you can get commercial free netheads. By the way, Trent. Yeah. Uh, other than like I said, this crap that I say at the beginning. Um, you get it commercial free as a podcast and you get it first. Uh, the video, same exact story. Now, I will admit, though, um, I'm not opening up any kind of special account. So it, 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 I am putting it out there that if you are a patron and you want to have, uh, you want to continue to enjoy the service, please in no way try to share the video. That's all we ask. That's it. Uh, because it will come out a few days later anyway, so it's no big deal. Uh, but you guys all get a first crack at it because uh, I want you to be, you've invested, you've been a member of this club for so long, you may as well get yeah. something out of it, right? Yeah. And and here's, yeah, that, that's exactly it. Like, yeah. You're not getting a lot, and and we know that. And this is just a little way to say thanks because you're doing it because because you, you want to, not because of like the perks. Yeah, God knows it's not the perks. I mean, like, what's one of our big whopping rewards? We'll send a postcard. Yeah, but you know, uh, the handwritten note is a lost medium in itself, Trent. Oh, my hands are so sweaty. No one wants anything from me. It'd just be like a crumpled, shredded pulp of ink and and what used to be paper. 
I was having such a nice conversation with you and I was really just enjoying it so much. And then yeah. that happened. Yeah. Uh, Alan Ellsworth on uh, Facebook wants to know, Trent, you both still doing the potato diet. You guys are looking spelt AF, which oh, I, thank I, you. I love saying just the AF because yeah. Oh yeah. That's what the kids say. Yeah, exactly, man. We're, we're trying to, we're trying to keep it street guys. That's what we're, no, I already, completely whited that up never mind uh anyway uh trent are you are you still doing the potatoes as long as we're out you know answering yeah, questions so, so i'm doing potatoes beans and rice for probably 75 percent of all my meals wow well you know them beans and rice is an energy device yeah yeah and they they also uh if if you're if you're doing the rice correctly um, and beans do it already because that's one of the mono diets out there. Uh, can can uh, if you're heating and then cooling and then reheating to eat, um, do it do it as well. Um, and so I'm I've been on like a very slow reduction of weight that way, but I can still like you know eat what I want when like I go have like work lunch or whatever. Well, Trent, you know beans and rice is nice. I do. I freaking love beans and rice. Dude. I just got just got done eating a big, big old plate of beans and rice. <laughs> You're talking all happy about them, and you know, people uh, with uh, the deep cuts knowledge know I, I'm actually quoting. I think uh, it, perhaps perhaps not a schoolhouse rock, but one of those little interstitials that would run between Saturday morning cartoons. Oh, really? <laughs> uh, Z Digital Thirteen says, "Can you sound clip that and send it to me?" Will saying, "You're trying to keep it street." In Will's one of a kind <laughs> voice is the best. Well, yeah. Hey, we're keeping it waspy, folks. Uh, unfortunately, Trent uh, just talked right over that nice bed that I almost gave you. Actually, that is um, another thing too, Trent. Commercial free, Trent. Here you are. Listen to the premium on your uh, on your Patreon. Commercial yeah. free. Uh, yeah. But I, I do want to say that uh finally woke up and smelled the coffee and realized netheads on air ain't ain't gramming we weren't on the gram oh that's i'm so i'm so out of like <laughs> the lingo i'm just like i fucking love golden grams dude if that's <laughs> do, can we like i would i would kill someone F fuck beans and rice i want so badly some golden grams right now. Oh wow. Just Trent, just put them out of your mind. Put them out of your mind. Uh, oh, I can't. Uh good job by the way. I'm glad to hear that and glad to hear you found something that works, especially when you have slow steady weight loss because yeah. that's the best kind. Sure. Right? <laughs> no, really, because uh, you're you're establishing habits and you're doing things and you're losing right. in a natural pace, so you're not going to have to worry about rebound as much because you're living a lifestyle and you're doing it. Right, yeah. So good on you. Uh, I actually, what's the best way to say this? I, um, I'm incapable of thinking for myself, Trent. <laughs> as 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 are all men, I would like to think. <laughs> uh, I was I was um. Oh, so anyway, there's a there's an Instagram account for Netheads now. It's Netheads oh, yeah, on Air, yeah, yeah, like yeah. everything else. So if you want to follow that, go ahead. And it's been fun creating something and then just seeing just good little gradual growth, much like the slow weight loss you want. 
Um, ah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you Segway. know, it's just getting little tiny followers here and there. And what I'm trying to do with it is I'm trying to make the pictures mostly tech-oriented. So trying to, like, introduce parts uh, in the studio. And one of the things I tweeted about was the L12 uh, live track from Zoom that we use. And I love it because lights like the H6 were completely um, – were – we're single tracking it for each sound source, basically. Right. You know, the video, y'all get the mix. Somebody asked me on Twitter, by the way, if you were a uh, pre-mix or post-mix. And I was like, whoa, that is, that's a like, deep cut. Shit, have we been, have we been live and not known it <laughs> when we're talking, when we're figuring shit out every time? <laughs> yeah, no, that's uh, that. Yeah. Cause that's that, that was the world we lived in. Oh wait, that's going out to Sir right now. Oh, that's an uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> thankfully, Nobody listens. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so uh, Instagram edits on there. I was trying to tweet it out, and, and that just reminded me when I posted that image. I love being able to single track. Last week's episode with Steve Ashton start sounding so good, and then I hadn't realized that I had a temporary digital card in there. And so no. you then cut over to, um, to me using the audio from the video, which was then completely mixed. So I guess, I guess, technically speaking, to answer that question, we are we're, we are all post mix now, but we are also pre mix. We're both pre mix and pre. Are you okay, buddy? Are you, did you lose something? Yeah, my dog stole my flip flop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, there's a reason why I knew I just randomly titled this episode Trentacular. I just I'm, knew there was I'm a like, reason. I'm like, I had my foot was just in. <laughs> Um, like I said, folks, uh, there's a lost art in, in doing live, uh, because, uh, you get rare moments like that. Do you need, I believe me, I can talk friend. Do you need to go like f rescue this flip flop? No, from... I, I, I fished it back from oh, okay. you. Okay. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure. Cause the last thing I want is this to result in a vet bill because of uh, digested <laughs> foam or something. No, um, no, I got it back. Good. I'm glad to hear that. Boy. Oh boy. Yeah. So, um, uh, we have an Instagram account. Where was I going? Oh, diet wise, I can't think for myself. Uh, so I, I when I was basically kind of just doing what you were doing, and then I, you know, with like potatoes or trying to do this or that. Um, but then I keyed in on something that, of course, Kevin Smith had said, and I started intermittent fasting first. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, this was. Um, Mel Walker says, "Hey everybody, cool, cool." I um, I I basically started doing keto without really doing keto, mm, and, yeah, yeah. and since then, unfortunately, I'm another one of the massive douchey, one of the people in the massive, you know, or in the douchey masses is what I'm looking for, uh, that is doing that. But uh, uh, like realistically speaking, it also sort of ties in the way I'm doing it with most of the uh, foods that. Uh, it never really have seemed to give me problems, I guess is the best way to put it. Yeah. So, uh, so that's what I've been doing essentially, but also, uh, there was a while I was running, um, but you know, that stopped. Um, and, but that was because I, I kept seeing losses. This is the worst reason not to exercise Trent. Okay. But, but follow <laughs> me here. Okay. So, and by the way, I'm saying I can't think for myself because my brother-in-law was seeing great results doing the keto thing. And then to the doctor, one of the doctors that, that popularizes that, uh, methodology or diet, if you will, is, uh, he also goes into intermittent fasting. And so those two kind of converged for me at once when I was, uh, 
studying. So I'm like, okay, well, I'll, I'll just go with a healthy food and do this and that. And then it just kind of evolved after time. Uh, but uh, during that, during this whole period, I have been experiencing uh, that thing called weight loss. And the, the body is a funny thing, Trent, because when you do things like uh, exercise, like let's say I finally went out and started running again tomorrow. What's going to happen is the muscles of my legs are actually going to get used and the muscles are going to tear and that's going to cause inflammation. And when you get inflamed, what do you do, Trent? Uh, you retain water. Ding, ding, ding. So I've been having these yep. nice, this nice gradual loss and I don't want to run because I don't want yep. to, to get the temporary swell from exercising. <laughs> yep. Like I said, worst reason not to exercise. Um, but one funny thing did happen too, even if I had wanted to, Trent, last Sunday, uh, I was uh, doing something. I was doing something heroic, Trent. I was saving puppies from a burning, overturned car, oh. and through my sheer will and adrenaline, sheer will, <laughs> I flipped the vehicle <laughs> over and I saved the puppies. Uh, and then, you know, next thing you know, I've got a real bad muscle spasm in my back. Uh, and, and I go out of commission for damn near a week. Uh, as my wife said to me, I think it was yesterday or said to my daughter at one point, by the way, did you know dad's bad hurts? You might've heard something about it because I won't shut up about it. Um, <laughs> wait, but hold on. Did you really have like a Homelander moment? No, no, it was nothing that cool. Oh but... shit. <laughs> Cause okay, now, sorry. Gonna, now you can scratch that. You can fix that in post. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. You, you, you fed right in. You said, Oh, I see. Will is tending to a path. Let's lead down it. Thank you for uh, <laughs> making sure we were all guided the appropriate way. No, no. I was taking the recycling out and I knocked over a bowl of goldfish crackers that Blair had left on the counter. And I, like an asshole, I bent over to pick them up. That was it. <laughs> okay. So that's why yeah. I was flipping a car and saving puppies. Because, you know, it, that's as bad as the Sounds thing. Sounds way better. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that type of act. First of all, it's it's just another instance where life reminds you, by the way, the warranty ran out last year. So uh, things are going to start going wrong now. Because, um, you know, it, this, this goes along the lines, because I've had this happen too, where you sneeze and suddenly you're not looking to your right for the next four days. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, or 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 you you just like you slept incorrectly, like that's like that happens to me more than anything. Like oh uh, my the pillow between my legs moved during the night. It's it's <laughs> funny that... you mention that because obviously Trent you have back problems too, and I know this because you have a <laughs> pillow between your legs. Exactly, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know, I know exactly what you're talking about, brother. Yeah. Um, so, and I'm, I'm the same way, but, uh, because of the back injury now I have, uh, I have, I have created a, a, a tower of pillows and I'm just sleeping on my back. Uh, but I, I was smart cause three pillows are really hard to balance Trent. So if you take one pillow and you jam it in a pillow, big pillowcase with the other pillow, then you can have greater stability. Ah, yeah. I, okay, yeah. I usually like wedge one like behind me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have one between my legs. I have one under my head, and then my uh, arm is around another one. Welcome to Netheads, folks. The techiest tech talk <laughs> on the internet. Um. So the other day when I was laying in bed with my uh, feet way high up, do you know what I did, Trent? I I, I finally, uh, it had just become available. I put the YouTube app on the Fire 
TV stick. Oh, yeah, dude. And I watched me some Hollywood Babylon. I got to tell you something. Commercial free, folks. Um, <laughs> I, I, I used to think, oh, you know, with the web browser interface, I'm okay. But, man, that is nope. a lot cleaner. so much better. The the first week it was released, I was I was having some major audio sync problems. But this next week, the second week that it was out, that was all taken like I didn't have that problem again. Yeah, I haven't I haven't seen but I haven't it seen that. Awesome. Right? It's clean, it runs efficiently, it yep. does exactly it does everything you want it to do. And yep. best of all, if you have the, you know, Alexa enabled remote cancel yep she's lighting up over here uh then you can also be in youtube and you could say like uh kevin smith or something like that and yep. it will pull stuff up yeah yeah um and it's interesting i was uh i was thinking about this just talking about it with my roommate just the other night like it's it's like i don't know what os or or, or what programming language they're they're making these in because i would assume well i don't know but like it would suck to be a content provider um, and and have to like pay someone to create it for each different platform, right? So you've got someone creating your app, your video streaming app for Roku, for Amazon, for smart TVs. You know what I mean? Like, like it that that to me is just seems crazy. That and again, I don't know. I haven't looked into it, but it there's got to be like. Like a like a restream version, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> that just goes out to to everything. Well, I know that uh, the Fire TV stick. Uh, just to to be clear, yeah, is is um you can sideload other operating systems onto the Fire TV stick. Okay, oh, I guess that's really? the best way to put it. Okay. Yeah, so uh, that's uh, so I would say that at least that's what the technology supports, and maybe it does have a Linux backbone. Why would a tech podcast bother to look something like this up, though, Trent? <laughs> well, and that's what I was wondering, like, like if they if if they were going traditional like Linux route, or if they were doing more like Raspberry Pi type stuff, or if they were like, you know, just going straight like uh, Chrome OS type type interface. Um, yeah, just it, it was it was interesting to me, and what what uh, what made me even think about this was uh recently the wwe network their channel app thing for the fire stick they did a recent update this week and it is amazing it is so good it has uh just in fast forward functions it has a 10 second jump it has the the time jump to wherever you want to go and then something that is like changed everything because wwe like they have a ton of ads they have a ton of just like talking um and so if you're watching like a big long pay-per-view after it's live you can just jump right to the next match whenever you want boom boom oh boom. wow they're, they're, they're basically you know chapters that they put in there um but it is like just to have three different options like that is really really helpful um and i i hope that takes off and is more uh i don't know just just across the board more people use it again like i love the quality of my 4k chromecast i i uh i think it loads faster than the fire stick but the but the the interface for the for the fire tv and the the remote itself blow the chromecast out of the water to where like now now that i have a youtube app on on my uh uh fire stick i don't know if i'll i'll fire up the chromecast hardly ever again 
I don't think I'll ever go back to it. I don't need it anymore. Yeah, you're dead to me. Oh wow, that's dude. That's a uh, that's harsh, well, bro. Yeah, it's Maybe. okay though. I completely understand. Um, I uh, I I I know that uh, I was I was extremely scared about going with a non-cable solution, but when you add in Hulu Live uh, and uh, whatever customization you need to see all of the things that uh, you know you want to see, whether because like yeah. with Hulu, I just add HBO on there and then I can use the HBO Go app and an hour yep. after John Oliver's live, if I missed it, I can do this. And you know, I, uh, I, I, it's all transparent now, but hearing advances like that where they're delivering smart content to smart content digesters, yeah, that is a that's a, a really cool thing. Yeah, like 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 how cool would it be like um if, if there's like a uh I, I'm sure it already exists but if you had like a, a concert streaming service, right? Mm -hmm. To where you can then just jump to specific songs that you want to see see them performed live. Or oh my, like could that. you imagine? You just get a whole set list and then you can Yeah, and you can build like your own playlist or whatever. Like it'd be freaking awesome. It it truly would be. Um by the way, uh, Judge Funky Boy raises a really good question, Trent. He says, uh, "Have you?" He's asked if you talked about how you spent your weekend photographing people wearing spandex yet. Uh, I, I, I haven't yet, but I will. Okay. I, I, did you did you want to address that now? It yeah. seems like a logical yeah, jump. Yeah, we were just talking about wrestling. I'm going out on a limb here. Yeah, I do. I do uh, the video production and still photos for uh, Devotion Championship Wrestling, and uh, uh, that's that's what I, that's what I did on Saturday night was uh filmed and, and shot a bunch of uh sweaty dudes and uh a few really sweet ladies uh wrestling in salt lake city very nice um so uh, so is this like a new gig or you're just like you know i enjoy what you guys do so much i just want to see it done right Ye the latter yes <laughs> so this is all just a passion <laughs> thing yes this is this is a donation <laughs> In fact, I'll, I will go back to editing video uh, when we get done here. Oh, wow. So now we're officially in the way. Well, no, I wouldn't say that. It's a nice break. Ah, there you go. A nice palate cleanser, if you will. Yes. Somebody said you were flexing, but I was like, is he flexing? Or I never understood this, but apparently in sports terms, this is like the surrender cobra or something like that. Surrender oh. center, something like that. that. That makes sense. No, uh, shoulder. I, I do it all, like all day long just because I have shoulder problems. So I'm always like like making the right angle with with my shoulders at least at least with your issue you could do that my only option is all right i'm gonna have to lay down right here in, in the middle of the family room <laughs> in front of everybody i'm now going to keep my shoulders square and bend my knees to the right to like <laughs> hi everyone here i am it's good you can do that though but uh, the, yeah yeah i mean that's that's a little bit i can get away with that a little bit better in like you know uh a um a Cadoba line than you could <laughs> with yours. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're just lying down. I'm hey, I'm, I'm still in line. I'm just I'm just stretching. <laughs> so so how often are you going to be recording these people? Uh, so we uh, it has been monthly, and now we're doing uh, fortnightly. So the next show will be not this coming weekend, but the weekend after. Well, that sounds like they're getting positive results, though, because you don't ramp something up unless you're like, yeah. I mean, unless you're like, like the cluelessly hopeful. It's just like, you know right, what, yeah. guys, maybe they're not coming enough because we don't because remind them we're here. We're just not doing it enough. Right. <laughs> no, it's 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 cool because they're in they're in a really unique spot um, uh, in kind of like a like a it's like a, a big 
collective art warehouse type place uh, that's part of an old train station that's part of a mall, uh, like an outdoor mall. Um, you lost me so right before train station, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I, I, I know. But it, it's uh, basically ac- across the street is where the jazz play. Oh, okay. So it's yeah, it's right downtown. It's 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 a great location. They they've been getting it. They, they've got some awesome talent there. Uh, and they they're they're they share talent back and forth. Uh, with a uh, promotion in Denver, and so they're always like bringing people in from Denver and some international people. Some people have been on uh, that are on TV. Uh, have performed. So yeah, it's it's been a ton of fun. Uh, Mel Walker pointing out, by the way, that they she is halfway to cable cutting. They just went from getting premium pa- cable package to the lowest. Plus a thing here in Canada called Crave TV, including HBO. Gets me... Oh, Crave is awesome. It gets me lots of shows on demand that I can download to my phone, so now I can watch Workaholics at work. <laughs> yeah, Crave... Uh, cra- um, Letterkenny is a Crave original, and I think uh, Shit's Creek is too. Oh, wow. I did not know that. Yeah, Shit's Creek, the the uh, Arrested Development of Canada. I and, and the thing is, it's been so available to me, but I've never I've never watched it. Uh, you know what? I I just you know I, I I watched it like I watch anything. I let it wholly consume me, and I watched all. I think there's like six seasons, uh, in like a week or whatever. It's really good. And I tell you what, that freaking uh, Eugene Levy is still got it, man. He is still as funny as as ever. But who steals the show is Catherine O'Hara, man. Well, that's good to hear because oh, uh... she is just she is brilliant. I, I, I don't know why I'll always that she was the same one in Beetlejuice, right? Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, yep. definitely. Uh, and her 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 acting and her character in that movie. I just I I absolutely I wasn't attracted to her. I just loved her, her portrayal in it. Oh, and, yeah. No, she she, she oh, man. She is she is one of the funniest actors out there. I think I would cast her in anything. She, she's for, for me. She's up there with like Stephen Root. Hmm. Impressive. Yeah. Uh, wow. I haven't. There's a name I haven't heard for a while. Not not since Red State. No, uh, actually, or, or actually, Bernie. no. That's not true because the He's other day, I was also just you know mucking about the channels, and I don't remember what was going on. I think somehow I was I was the only one home. They must uh, the family the rest of the family went out doing something, and I'm just knocking around, and I'm like, you know, I never really give Prime Video a chance, and I end up uh, hitting John DiMaggio's uh, documentary. Uh, I know that na- voice. Yes, so that's a great one. And and Root was in there because of his work on, uh, uh, amongst other things, but on uh, King of the Hill. King of the Hill. Yeah, he does a ton of voices on King of the Hill. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was it was really enjoyable. So uh, I I only bring that up because um, I, I was I don't even know why the hell I brought it up. Oh, just uh, because we said Stephen Root. That's why. Um, <laughs> well, speaking of of Prime Originals, though, uh, I've watched the first episode. Of the boys. Oh, my God. Okay, Trent, I'm going to warn you. Pace yourself. Yeah. Because it is a very uh, enjoyable, mind you, but it is a very, uh, it's a very gritty ride. You remember, I mean, you remember, yeah, wait, this... you remember when you binged all the final season of Breaking Bad up to the finale? And it broke me. Yes. <laughs> Do do I'm just saying pace yourself because it well, is there's yeah. a, go I'm, ahead I'm familiar I'm familiar with the I, like I've 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 read the comics and and like it's Garth Ennis man <laughs> like <laughs> this is freaking Garth Ennis this guy 
uh, is known for his 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 grit, right? For his for his uh, um, blending of real life problems into uh, fiction, and not and being unapologetic about there's no feel good about this. Yeah, there. Oh, oh man! But it was still it was a very interesting ride. I guess is the best way. I, I th- there's a certain. Um, a certain uh, something that I have to give to Amazon Prime because, uh, you know, they brought us Good Omens. They really produced yes. quite a fine uh, series in the tick. And I hope it's not because of the boys that we didn't get a, a season three of the tick. Because season two, first of all, was great. Uh, and, and improvement uh, hands down over the first season, which I enjoyed. Um but you know it's about superheroes and the boys is about superheroes kinda um but you know i needed to i, I figured amazon has definitely gotten enough uh, they've earned enough credit with me to to check it out cuz i i was really kind of unsure about watching it cuz i knew it was going to be dark but i yeah. i did thoroughly enjoy it from beginning to end and it really uh ends in a way that whoo uh mel walker saying oh the boys i couldn't pace myself watched it in about 2 days this is what Preacher would feel like if it wasn't on AMC, is what she says. Mm, okay. That being said, I, I have loved uh, Preacher, though, as well. I'm I honestly sweet. I have not watched it since the first season, and I yeah. don't, I can't tell you why. I Because I, I did I'm enjoy a, that first season. I just yeah, don't know why good. I haven't gone back to it. Yeah. But now that I know that they're wrapping it up, I'll just go ahead and wait for it all to drop yep. and then And then you can chow it down. Hey everybody. It's a three day weekend. It was nice knowing y'all. I'm gonna yep. go uh I'm gonna go get caught up on preacher. Right? Uh yeah. Um oh, but uh, along those same lines though as well, uh the the Swamp Thing uh series on the DC uh U app is insanely good as well. That really bums me out to hear considering it was canceled. It had its run cut short and it was canceled before it even streamed. Really? Yes. So Well see, and that's that's at, interesting cuz it's 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 10 episodes, right? Right. And I think they originally had 13 and and as they were going into 10 they were told, "Yeah, this is going to be the last one, guys." See that's but oh, that's really interesting because I was going to bring up the point because you know our 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 long ongoing beef with a lot of the Marvel Netflix stuff was that they were beheld to episode uh, numbers right where mm-hmm. they could have told the story in fewer but you got to do X amount and I was going to say and, and this pr- this proves that you can do a great story in ten episodes but never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, sorry, really, bro. I didn't know. I didn't know it had been canceled. That sucks because it's really good. Yeah, well, that's why I said it's it's kind of a bummer to hear because damn. And and there was there was a lot of of somehow before it even dropped, there was a lot of early buzz about it, uh, about how it, it was really good. But I remember hearing on Fat Man on Batman the, or Fat Man Beyond the uh, the episode uh, run did get cut, and they found out like. It, just barely going into ten. So, uh, did they? Did you watch all ten? Yeah. Uh huh. Yep. And did it seem to end cleanly, knowing what yeah. you know now? There were no left turns well, you didn't expect. Well, no, no. It, it ends on like a you know a, a new villain is born. Um, you just inter, uh, introduced a, 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 a another superhero that's going to be helping you. They've only teased at the Phantom Stranger along the way, like. No, it's, I mean, it's, it's wide open, but it's just really interesting because Doom Patrol, I, I just Googled it, got a second season. Yeah, I know. Funny, huh? And it is, so, it is like, I like Doom Patrol, don't get me wrong, but 
Doom Patrol is not for everyone, and it knows that. Like it, it breaks the fourth wall many times, uh, assuring that the people who are watching it are a select few nerds, <laughs> and it is not for everyone. And it, and it, it like it. The pacing is way different. Which it's just, I, I, yeah, it's maybe, maybe they just don't have the subscribers that they need for for everything. I don't know. No, you got to go back. I mean the. The long and short of it is you have this weird world where AT&T has bought Warner Brothers right, yes. and both are were coming out with streaming services. DC Universe is out there, but Warner Brothers is putting one together and AT&T has their whole DirecTV, uh, or they changed the name of it just now and I forgot what it is, but it's not DirecTV now, it's something else. Um, but they were all having their online services. So now I think with like through acquisition, suddenly they just like slammed a lot of breaks. Yeah. And then they said, you know what? No, we, we really need to figure out what we're doing before we do anything else. And that's understandable because Swamp Thing did have a, like a massive, uh, series of sets that would cost money to just hold in storage until we figure it out kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's interesting because there's a lot of speculation going on right now um, as to where DC fits within this this big uh, merger, right? Um, and a lot of people think that DC Comics is not going to stay within this organization. God, that that's that that's that's like literally one of the weirdest things I think I've ever heard. Right? Yeah. Well, um, well was... actually, let's not forget, there was a world where DC wasn't owned by Warner Brothers. Right. So, yeah. you know. Um, but yeah. it, but, well, it, but it really would alienate it in a way where the uh, other side uh, definitely has a lot of synergy going on. So much so, I couldn't believe this. ABC has said they want... To because uh, season seven of Agents of Shield is going to be the last one. Right. Something I found out sitting in Hall H at Comic Con for the Agents of Shield panel. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, I'm sorry. Did I just drop something? Um, it was uh, they've they've already announced that they want to do some other type of superhero show after Agents of Shield is off the air. So they're still committed to doing stuff. Uh, whereas I thought this might not be something that ABC would be pursuing anymore because of what we saw with, well, because they've got the whole Disney plus service coming out and they got a lot of cool stuff happening there, which I heard about in hall H and, uh, I, 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 I don't know. I thought it came as a surprise to me. I wasn't expecting to hear that news. Uh, well it's yeah. And, and so I think behind it all, there's a great Forbes article that came out about a month ago that talks about this. But uh, so so you've got, you know, the easy comparison, right? You've got Marvel and DC, right? And you've got uh, Marvel being owned by uh, a content creator, right? Um, and that's what they do. They generate content, right? But now uh, you've got DC who is owned by a content distributor, mm -hmm. right? Um, and the 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 article just talks about how the AT&T is not interested in sub brands. Um, and, and, you know, the, all of the, uh, comic book industry yearly is about a billion dollars. DC only makes up about 35% of that. And that is in like the smallest amount of money compared to like what AT&T wants to be making 
with their with their their products and things so they just don't see the the return being high enough 35 for a for a market for them is it is a waste of their time um, I, I, you know when it comes down to big business i understand but you know what i was thinking the other day but Trent? it scares me man like where does it end up because you know what i mean like uh... it'll it'll wind up being its own company again probably uh, but but I don't know that. How can you separate those two? Because that's a lot of valuable IP that they it's, wouldn't want to yeah. let go of. Yeah. But how I don't can know. you? How can you? I mean, because then you're basically drawing a line in the sand, and you're saying, okay, you guys still have the license to these characters in comic book form. We have them in all the other media. But that's also a line in the sand that's drawn unless they add in something that says, you know, and any characters created over the next five years, let's say, yeah, uh, we have rights to. But, you know, after that, or do they just automatically get them in perpetuity, even though it's a separate company? Then, Well, so so the other thing is um, the so the 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 purchase of Warner Media was uh, eighty five point four billion. Right. Which now makes AT and T's uh, debt, outstanding debt, a hundred and sixty four billion. Dude, I don't understand the world we live in. That's their debt, and and right, and uh, you know, uh, Netflix is is still running just off of investor cash somehow, yeah. and they're just in the subscribers game and what their money they're bringing. I don't understand this world we live in where businesses are running carrying like massive amounts of debts and loans yeah so uh the economists are are saying that when when something like this normally happens and they and the the company you know the 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 overall company is in so much debt that's when you start seeing things small things being sold off quickly to try and lower that debt as quickly as possible and so that's where you could see like rights to characters being sold off quickly or or just the the whole you know comics division quickly sold off somewhere um so that they're not accruing more and helping to pay the, you know not pay off but like bring that down somewhat you know i was also reading an article that was basically pointing out that um when the disney plus app comes out it's basically game over yeah, yeah, take my money. Like I want it right now already. I, I just give it to me already. I'm pissed I don't have it. <laughs> wow, don't mince words, man. Uh, right? <laughs> no, but I mean like as in they are going to just own the industry. Netflix just shutter your doors, move on. You Oh, uh, right. You've been yeah. trumped. You're Blockbuster Video and we're Netflix now. You know what I'm yeah. saying? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh the other day I was uh once again watching um Avengers Endgame and I I see that and I see everything that went on there and I'm I'm still baffled though at how Warner Brothers just couldn't put out a decent uh ensemble cast movie man it's 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 why it's it's the John Lasseter approach um you keep the suits out of creative man you think that's what it was that's the lock right there exactly what it is like yeah, a perfect example is is freaking Suicide Squad, man. If we ever got to see a director's cut of that, we would see an amazing film. But it the after focus testing and the suits were worried about this, that, and the other, they started changing things, and then they had to do reshoots. And people are asking for giant spiders. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that no, this is exactly it. This is the problem, right? Right. 
like you got to keep the suits out of creative. Um, it's because it should be it should be a product uh, a product driven um, sale, not a sale driven product. If mm-hmm. That makes sense. And I, I completely um, understand. And that's and that's that's the in the past has been the Warner. Uh, it's it's a sale driven product, not a product driven sale. Yeah. Oh well. Anyway, it. Uh, I would love to see that. I I would I would actually like to see the Zack Snyder cut. Uh, we put all those things out there. I feel better now. Um, speaking of wanting to feel better, Trent. July second, there was this movie that came out. For the love of God, please tell me you've seen Far From Home. Not yet. Sorry. I know. I'm, I'm bad. <laughs> I've been bad. <laughs> wow. Well, you know, you, you've been busy. Okay. I've been bad. I've been bad is All what right. I've been. Never mind. Moving on. Um, <laughs> I've been waiting nearly a month to tell talk about San Diego Comic-Con, dude. Yeah, let's let's do this. <laughs> I don't know how to do this without sounding like a guy that's just doing all the goddamn talking, though. That's the only problem I have. Nope. Don't care. Um, I want to hear about it. I get to live through you. Okay. Let me first tell you that if I never go again, I'm ending on a high note. Because okay. I had what can very easily be defined as a great con experience, okay? And I'm just going to... So, so- and you and you've done it so 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 that you 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 were able to curb. I'm just guessing curb expectations a little bit. Uh, know your limits. Pick and choose what you want to experience for for a higher quality con. No man, what happened is <laughs> this Kevin Smith fairy dust just kind of fell down. <laughs> the stars aligned. Uh, I don't know, somewhere, you know, a a golden calf was born. I don't know. Yeah. But everything just came together in such a sweet, unanticipated manner. And and, uh, part of it is because uh, one of my responsibilities going down. Now, mind you, um, I am, I, I, uh, once again, I I said it last year and I would say it this year again. If I were going to Comic-Con as a normie, I would not go. Okay. And mind you, I wasn't even, I wasn't even really expecting very much. Okay. I really wasn't <laughs> going into this. I didn't expect much. I, you know, I knew I was going to provide uh, technical uh, loading of media for the hall age panel. Yeah. Uh, so that was on Wednesday, but um, for reasons that happened behind the scenes, we didn't have our media to check in on Wednesday. So instead we did a special comedy. So we got there. First of all, the drive didn't went down was almost perfect, but somehow the last uh, 14 miles took two hours, okay? And that, my friend, is apparently definitive driving to Comic-Con in the afternoon. Okay. <laughs> so okay. so that part sucked, but we rolled in, we dropped off our stuff, uh, we went down, uh, got all our badges and stuff uh, from Chelsea, from Kevin's organization, and then... Um, uh, basically I was supposed to have a tech check really late in the evening and they reached out and said, well, you know, do you, can you, can you, uh, are you going to do this or can we let the crew go early? Now, mind you, at this point I'd gotten my badges, walked to the floor and then got to have breakfast dinner at the interdimensional hole of pancakes. <laughs> 
Okay, which was the good place installation yeah. outside and paid way paid way too damn much for food, but it was still delightful. I I took my placemat. It's up on the wall right now. You can't see it though. Uh and I tweeted a picture about it. It was just delightful because it was good place themed and you know, we had just come off of uh, recent news that it was going to be the final season for season four. So, and yeah. I didn't get to do the good place experience last year. So it, it was very nice for me. So fast forward ahead, get the message. Hey, can you do this? So before we order, I quickly run down to hall H introduce myself. Cause that's the important part. Uh, did some big smiles, uh, asked the guy that runs everything if my daughter could get into the river and I could get into the Riverdale panel on Sunday because I know where my bread is buttered. And yes, yes, yes. Well, you know, the kids coming all this way, I want to try and see. That was the whole goal of that handshake. But then this is when the magic happened, Trent, because they said, okay, well, here, uh, take this. You know, what we'll do is we'll load your media Saturday morning, okay, while we're doing this. Uh, we won't be able to see it up on the screen, but we'll verify it plays and we'll ride levels. We'll get it all good. Perfect. And she hands me a, a, a wristband that I'm supposed to use that day. And I look at it and it just says Saturday and a color, right? Okay. And um, I'm like, okay, that's cool. Fast forward to the next day. Now we're at Thursday and uh, we get up early and I want to go to the Brooklyn Nine-Nine installation, which is where the good place one was last year. People, I kid you not, because the, a lot of the, when I say installation, these are all things that are outside of, of the con uh, proper. Okay. They're not part of the main convention hall. They're not part of the Hilton uh, Bayside. These are outside. They don't require a badge to do. And we got there the first day, two minutes after they opened, and they were five minutes away from capping the line temporarily for the day. So I'm oh, like, the, the Brooklyn Nine-Nine experience may not be in my future. The only one yeah. I didn't get into, just to you know, ruin the surprise, um, the only one I didn't get to do was the Superstore one because I just wasn't going to wait in the line. Okay, so, uh, right. so Thursday morning we found out that couldn't happen. Uh, we did get uh, guest access to the IMDB boat again, so we got to hang oh, nice. out there in a nice, cool place. Uh, you know, it's air-conditioned, there's power, and uh, actually, uh, they were launching the Reboot Roadshow website, and I right. was the one, basically, I spent like the first two or three or four hours on the IMD boat, on my laptop, using their Wi-Fi to their Wi-Fi. <laughs> make sure everything is working as much as possible. Yeah. So finally, my kid has been patient enough, but we're going to go get her Starbucks or, or go get lunch or something. I can't remember exactly what we were going to do. And uh, as we're going by, I realize, oh, the um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. panel is happening right now. So I reached out to the same contact and I'm like, hey, is there any way I could get into this? And she's like, no, I'm sorry. Then she asked the question, wait a minute, what did that wristband I give you say? Yeah, like what color is it? Yeah. Well, and what did it say? And then it dawned on me, Trent. I've got a wristband through that conversation that can get me into Hall H on Saturday. Now, you're you're going, well, why is this important? Because that's when the Marvel Cinematic Universe was making their announcement. That's right, right. So, that ran directly before the the reboot. Right. So panel. which I probably could have sidled my way in there, but now suddenly I have it in. Um so uh, we're walking by and the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, panel was happening and we look, or actually it was coming up. It was still part of the Marvel Games panel. 
and I look and I realize, oh my God, gosh, pardon me, there's no line for Hall H right now. I mean, there's one of three bays loaded because what they do is they load three bays, they let one bay in, they have to right. close it off. Nobody can cross over to the Hilton base or whatever in Bayside and all the stuff that's going on back there, including the IMD boat and the adult swim installation. So uh, they have to close that off. So they load one in. So we walked right up and we were in the second bin. So we got right in there. So I got to see the last part of the um, the guy that hosts uh, Game Over Greggy. I can't remember his name right now because we're on the air. Anyway, he um, he was hosting that panel. So we got to see the cool Iron Man VR uh, game that they're putting out. Uh-huh. We got to see a, a gigantic real-time presentation from the Avengers game, which... You know, at first you look at the the models of the characters and you're like, why did they make those choices? But then as you're watching the gameplay and the things you can do in this game, suddenly the costumes don't matter anymore, you know? Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you're like, that it looks like a fun damn game to play. And then and then we got to the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. panel, so I got to see that, which I'm glad because uh, in case you, I haven't dropped the name before, uh, ages ago in a, two different lifetimes ago, I, I used to work with Jed Whedon, who's one of the executive producers of that show. So I'm, I'm glad the show... Huh? That's Joss Whedon's brother. Yes, he is. Uh, but yeah. also, it's just cool that the this show that uh, they're they've been running his he and his wife uh, has gone seven seasons. So I really wanted to see that uh, and be there and support him. It was also his birthday. Not that he knows I was even in the audience. Doesn't matter. Uh, and and from there, you know, every day was just a regular day. Friday, I can't even remember exactly what we did. But you know, we hung out on the boat. Um, we, I think we went to the, the cement, uh, signing ceremony that they did for Kevin and Jay at the, uh, box theater there in uh, San Diego. Cause they do a similar thing as the, as the, as the Chinese theater as well, where they have the hands encased in cement. So we went to that, uh, but I don't really think I did any panels. Oh, but that was the morning where I did the adult swim experience with the Rick Flector, which was, yes. which was just, I got the best one of the games. You can get up to six. Uh, but basically you get to build your little avatar of a Rick that talks to you. And then it's, it's basically, it's just an advanced version of the, of the Xbox's you know, motion tracking bar. But yeah, I got yeah. the game where I was pickle Rick slicing up, uh, rats coming at me. Yeah. So that was, it's, a, it's, it's, it's like a VR fruit ninjas pickle Rick. Yeah. I was fruit ninjing the damn thing. So I got to do that. Uh, but that was all great. Uh, and also uh, I did the ultimate ridiculous move and I cosplayed, uh, cosplayed as Kevin Smith at the con. Brilliantly, like, like extremely well with (laughs) like, I don't know how you found that jacket of that mauve color. (laughs) Well, you know, Trent, uh, sometimes which you bought in Salt Lake. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. No. Um, I, uh, look, it, you can make things happen if you got enough time or your commitment. Um, but, but I, <laughs> that's, it, that's I, true. I mean, I, we, we don't even need to talk about the cane you had for Willy Wonka. Yeah. I, Lord, don't bring that mess up again. So I did, uh, I had the, the white cap. I didn't get a beard though. I didn't like glue that on. Cause I knew I would sweat it off in five minutes, but yeah. I do now own a pair of, uh, uh, jorts. So that's good. You know, it's another you 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 are John Cena ready. Yeah, man, I am. I'm just <laughs> ready to rock it. Uh, but then um, at, uh, at I think it was. Oh, man, I can't even remember the time, but let's just say it was around 
5.45, I think, or 4.45. It was one of the 45 minutes before the hour. Um, and I told my daughter, all right, look, I think this wristband is going to get us in. Because it did for the media load. We did that in the morning, I remember. I'm like, I think this is going to get us in. But, you know, if it doesn't, you're cool, right? And she's like, yeah, I'm cool. So we came in and same people were at the studio entrance and they're like, yep, go ahead. Just have him through. Take him over to the tech booth. Cause I told him, you know, I'd have one more piece of media to load. Um, <laughs> if I may be honest. <laughs> and, uh, the security person did take us right to where the, the tech booth loads. And she said, okay, you're good. I said, yeah, we're good. She went away. I looked around, looked around, found a person waving a, a, a flashlight. And I went over and I said, yeah, we just need two seats. And, I found myself, now mind you, in the very last section of Hall H, but I was in the uh, the Phase 4 announcement uh, panel. And I always thought, you know, if you can look at this stuff live, like they were Instagramming photos out, uh, right, yeah. so the news was dropping practically in real time. You know, you always think you don't really need to see something like that. But again, the zeitgeist, Trent, the being in the room... And all of that, that nerd energy just rattling the walls was something truly to uh, hold. What I will say, though, too, is you got to watch out for nerd rage, man, because... Did you see any, like, angry fanboys? Well, what happened was this. Uh, there were two things that happened. Um, so, not to repeat the entire presentation again, but, you know, they started with... Uh, actually, I don't even remember what they started with, but I could look at the history because I got to admit something, Trent, like I even said on the, uh, even on like Twitter, Instagram, I'm like, I'm not going to retweet this to you all in real time, but for some reason something happened and I decided that, uh, oh, you know what? I wouldn't be in this room if it weren't for Kevin Smith. Let me just tell him something that happened. You know, let me go ahead and risk yeah. losing my job by sending a random message. And, um, and so, and next thing I know, it just kept going and I was driving my daughter nuts cause I'm taking photos <laughs> and she's like, your phone is so bright. Uh, but let me see God, what was the dad. Yeah, pretty much. That's what it was. Um, oh, okay. Uh, I, I just literally, I, I just said, I'm in hall H and he said, when's Marvel start? And I'm like, now ish. And that's when they they just they just dropped it right there. They said we're talking, or actually, what they opened with was the coolest thing. And this is a reason to be in the room. They end up doing this big retrospective clip reel of oh, of just dude. the the entire MCU up to that point. And then at the very end, you know, it, it, of course it ends with everything that, you know, I'd say spoilers, but man, the commercials are even just, you know, Tony Stark with the, I am Iron Man and the screen goes black and it just says that the way we've never heard it put before the infinity saga. Oh, and I'm just getting, I'm, I'm nerdly getting goosebumps right now. So the first instance of nerd rage was when Jessica Chobot, who was hosting the panel, said, uh, when you walked in, you should have all got tickets and the whole room audibly turns <laughs> because <laughs> there were no tickets. And I just felt bad for the Hall H staff because at that point they are scrambling to get tickets out. And uh, and it's, it's it looks like a little raffle ticket, but it's a movie ticket. And then you take it to another one of the hotels outside of the badged area to, to get your prize. And, and what it was, I haven't even cracked the seal on it yet. I've been waiting this long 
Oh plus, shit, really? Plus Emily opened hers so I could play with them. Um <laughs> But this was the coolest thing. Special trading cards for the Infinity Saga of each one of the stones. Dude. The space stone. Here we go. Um the soul stone. You know all the stones. I'm now really just showing you the cards. This is awesome. That dude. I'm now touching for the first time. Now, the coolest part, I had not looked at them. As I said, Emily opened hers. At least one part in the car ride home, we got to uh, enjoy one of the benefits of it because what it also does for these is it says every one of the movies that particular stone was in. So we had a little trivia contest. She would ask me and I would say I would name off the movies that they were in. And the the hardest one to get, and the one that tripped me up, was the Space Stone, because it's been in so damn many of the movies. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, we picked these up the next day. So that happened, and then they after that, they just went straight into, let's talk about Phase 4, and they show us a map with two years. And then they just go right into it. They, they're just like the Eternals. Bam, and they bring out all the stars, including Selma Hayek and Angelina Jolie. And I'm like, this is not really happening. They didn't somehow get Angelina Jolie to come to Hall H. That's right? not this this woman, isn't she like saving under underfed nations? Yeah. Like, you know, she's like single handedly, like funding a nation or something at this point. Yeah. I mean, seriously, they got her onto Hall H. So that was, and, and as I said, the nerd energy is just crackling in the room. And, uh, it was, it was just insane. Cause they, they basically went through everything that they, that was happening. And, uh, one of the things was Falcon and winter soldier on Disney plus, yeah. which, uh, ends with Zeme or uh, pardon me. It didn't end with that. You know, they just do that. They bring out the stars, glad hand, send them back. Uh, but Kevin Feige goes into like, let's run a clip of, and then it's like the broadcast on the screens. Cause mind you, there's three big screens I'm watching this from and the people in between those screens and hall H just see it on the back wall of hall H uh, on that big thing that becomes a big monitor. And suddenly it's Zemo hacking in. And, oh yes. Good. They're going to use Zemo finally. And at the very end, you know what he does, right? He pulls no. on a mask. Oh, yes. mask. pulls it over his head it's more of like a stocking cap type mask yeah yeah. But, yeah yeah but he pulls it on and the room just explodes it just goes nuts uh they also announced one division which is happening uh also uh god it was so much well all the disney plus shows uh but i gotta right. give it to loki. yeah loki and he did confirm that that loki is the avengers endgame tesseract hopping loki Okay, yeah, that's right. Yeah, so he's 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 like a man outside of reality. Yeah, he is. And you got to yes. think about it. That's also the Loki that hasn't had the he hasn't had the dark world or the right. Ragnarok experience of bonding with his brother and seeming yeah. to come around. And um which plays in so nicely with the other announcement that they made of the What If series, right? Oh, Cuz now all this stuff can can like tie like you can see like little weird things like that and then it could be developed even further in the What If What If series. Yeah, that's Which is how true. The, the original What If comics were were all about, right? Yeah, and and that's going to be an animated series and they're getting a lot of the original talent back. Oh, it is animated? Yeah, it's an What oh, okay. If it's going to be animated, but still uh you know, I'm in. Again, 
Yeah, very, again, take my money already. Just give me content. Very, Jeez. very genius of them to basically say phase four, the Disney Plus shows are officially part of canon, y'all. So you you know you're going to buy it anyway. You now need to uh, buy it. Uh, I'm surprised they haven't let us pre-order it already because I want to. Right? Um, yeah, I know. Seriously. But with, uh, with Hawkeye... Um, I got to tell you that show on Disney plus the winner of entering hall H on that day for me, aside from them announcing Thor, uh, love and thunder. And the fact that Natalie Portman will be wielding, will be lady Thor. Yes. Right. Uh, other than that moment, the winner of that hall H panel for me was Jeremy Renner because when they announced Hawkeye, instead of him coming out from behind the stage, he comes in through the same side studio entrance I do and basically walks down the middle of the con and then up to the stage. Uh, and uh, just having so much fun with it, which I don't blame him because that's one of the other things they announced at the very beginning is that basically we've run the numbers and we are now the highest grossing film of all time. Of all time, yeah. Uh, Internationally. Yeah, and it was uh, it was that was a, a really cool entrance. Uh, but then yeah. finding out that we're also I, I don't know I wasn't super pumped about Shang Chi. Uh, oh, dude, I am. Yeah, but that's it's, it's comic. But again, yeah, that's comic nerd. I never read. Um, and then uh, I think the the one thing that I really loved was the announcement not only of uh, Thor, uh, Love and Thunder, but was the next Doctor Strange movie. Yes. Where uh, it's uh, what is it, the uh, madness of the multiverse or of something? Multiverse, yeah. And uh, Scarlet Witch is going to be in that movie as well. Yes, which, which makes perfect sense, um, given the powers that she has. I, uh, I I really enjoyed the presentation, but the best part was when uh, Feige at the very end is like, "We didn't even get to talk about," and he's like, "Black Panther two, Guardians three, he yeah, threw out all, the ones. all the Phase four stuff." Oh, by the way, they also announced Blade, and they right, yeah, which, which technically it's, wasn't it's, even that schedule. They're just like Blade is coming, and I can't remember, I can't pronounce the actor's name, but you know, it, definitely a, a great take on a modern day Blade. You know, if it because it ain't gonna be Wesley Snipes, Snipes anymore for sure. Um, but then, you know, that part, they did the blade thing. And then he's like, we didn't even get to talk about this. We didn't do this. We didn't even get to talk about fantastic four or mutants and, yeah. and the room is just blowing up. But, uh, the last, one of the last movies they did before blade, which we got to see uh, footage or a teaser for was the second instance of potential nerd rage. Uh, because Marvel is big on the hats, just like they traded a like 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 they just uh, picked somebody up in the in the trade, they uh, and they're putting on the team hat. Uh, oh right, they love ball caps. And uh, after the Black Widow one and the announcement and and everything, and they're like, and you, you know, you're all. Did I bring? you know, an extra 8,000 hats or whatever it was. And he's like, you bet I did. And the moment the aisle around aisles around me had not gotten hats. I, I really thought somebody was going to get stabbed. Honest to God. <laughs> I really did. Uh, Cause people yeah, were just we, restless. We had enough, but there's these two extra people in here. We don't know what's going on, but there's the black <gasps> yes. widow hat. 
And the best part is around the back, it says Marvel Studios 2020. So oh, nice. I got one of those two. And again, this all never would have happened uh, if not for just the magic of circumstance. Yeah. Uh, so much so that, I don't know, there was something Saturday where I seemed to think I did have some of that Kevin Smith fairy dust on me. Uh, because we uh, took a break from the boat. Uh, oh, we had gone to the boat because of Riverdale. The cast was going to be there, and and Emily got to be on, uh, you know, up for watching that portion. And so she's yeah. really big on Riverdale. And the cast was ten feet away from her. An experience that no other parent, you know, realistically outside of the show or with connections can give to their kids. So it's again, cute. yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. thank you, Kevin Smith. Um, so after that. We uh, went to go get coffee, and, and the the cutest part was Emily got to see Riverdale cast, but then the the conflict would have been trying to get into the Good Place panel. But I told her, one, I can see it online after. Two, right. you were not getting in that panel if you didn't get up early and get in a line and sit through right. all the other panels, so don't worry about it. But she's like, no, really. So we get out of the Starbucks line, and I'm I'm just going through the motions because I know we're not getting in. Right. And sure enough, we get up, and they're like, yeah, line's downstairs outside. So we go back down, and then we went to lunch. Had a delicious lunch, and afterwards, I'm like, you know what? Hang back a little bit if you're worried that I'll embarrass you, but I'm going to try something. We go to the Brooklyn Nine-Nine installation, and I go to the check-in thing because we had already picked up our bad, our wristbands the day before so we yeah. were already checked in but that doesn't mean you don't have to get in the line right. and but my badge says professional on it and i'm like look do you know who kevin smith is and the guy's like yeah i'm like look i'm here working for him you know i didn't get into the good place last year i really want to get into this brooklyn 99 uh, experience you know is there anything you can do the guy he just looks at me and he says hold on a second he gets up he goes talks to somebody Comes back, puts a green wristband on me, puts a green wristband on Emily. He's like, just wait here, and we get loaded into the next session. Nice, dude. <laughs> Hell yeah. Like I said, it's, it's well, sometimes you just got to have balls, right? You just yeah. got to. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So so Saturday was a really magical day. And then uh, Sunday we got up and we went down to the to get into the Riverdale panel. We ended up coming in at the end of the Supernatural one, actually. They let us in a little early. So we got a replica of the Supernatural car, which I have no idea where mine is right now because, as you can imagine, everything has been in a disarray since I got back. And, you know, it's only been a few weeks, so why would I have cleaned yet? Um, but we got that, and then she got to seal the whole Riverdale panel. And then, of course, it was race out of San Diego again. <laughs> Just <laughs> All right, get in the car. Let's go. Yeah, because if it hadn't been for that Riverdale panel, dude, I'm telling you right now, at like 6, 8 a.m., we'd have been out. That would have right, been it. Right. We're on the road. Uh, but all in all, I, I can just tell you, it was a really, really great experience. And uh, for reasons I, I won't mention on the air, it was just, it was a very gratifying experience as well. And so if I never go again, I'll be happy. Because, you know, there is no amount of, even though Kevin's panel was the one right after the Marvel panel, there is yeah. no way in an ordinary circumstance or even in a supporting role method I get in. That kind of magic, I you can't make lightning strike twice like that. Right. I get it. Yep. I totally understand. Hey, James Smith is asking how long was the drive back. Actually, it was only about, I think, eight and a half hours. And that was only because we hit traffic on I-5 because the opposite door uh, on what we conveniently called the grapevine on I-5. Um, it's a whole mountain pass thing. 
uh, but the opposite direction, there was a fire, so traffic slowed down due to rubberneckers. Only but that was it. Eight and a half hours. Well, I mean, like realistically, so well, you got to remember the drive down was ten and a half, and when we came home the last time, there was construction on I five, so it was oh, almost a big damn state. It was almost a twelve hour drive last year coming home. So when I hit eight and a half to nine hours, I'm doing a jig coming out of the driveway, my friend. <laughs> You know, oh gosh! But but it was it was it was really great. I just the thing that blows my mind, and this is the thing I don't understand, it, are the people, because you really have to decide what what am I giving up in order to go do something, a uh, kind of thing. Because uh, you know, like, do I want to try and get up and get into the lottery to get the exclusive Lego? So I got to get up at four a.m. So I'm over there by five a.m. to try and do that. And then, oh, and then I want to go line up for the good place experience or the, well, not the good place, but like the Brooklyn Nine-Nine one. Or you wanted to go see the Amazon installation for Carnival Row or for the boys or for, you know, this, that, or the other thing. And every one of them is going to have a line. So you're going to have to get up right. early to do yeah. that. Or, you know, do I really want to see the good place panel? So I'm going to get up early Saturday morning and I'm going to go do that because I know I'm not going to get into the into the Marvel panel. So I'm going to do, I mean, it's, it seems like, it, you know, for a lot of people spending a lot of money to not yeah, do yeah. a whole hell of a lot. That's my take. Yeah, it. it's, it's, it's a lot of people with a lot of money to stand in line. Yeah, whereas like if I go to something like like when I went to the Salt Lake Comic Con with you, that was a regular con experience. It was yeah, just yeah, yeah. or or I I mean, what was it two summers ago, man, or was it last summer? The the small town con, like the like the local con, the the your neighborhood con. Oh, that was the beginning of this year, dude. That was like dude, in those there. are the best, man. It really it was crazy. They really they're so but... much fun. Yeah, it, it's a it's a it's a wonderful wonderful thing, um, but boy was it jam packed, dude! It was tight, um, but it but that was it, you know it obviously vastly different experiences. I it's just uh, James Smith is saying my my take is basically SDC in a nutshell, <laughs> which is true. That's what it is. I mean, I it just I can't even imagine. Uh, I just I can't. I and and which is why I'm saying if I never go again. I'll be happy because I can't repeat this experience. And, and, yeah, yeah. and really, um, it was just very rewarding, both from an entertainment side and from a professional perspective. So, and plus it, it provided that one little thing, which, you know, nobody wants to talk about, but everybody loves. It's like, well, it's like, yeah, I, because of association, I I've gotten some perks and they're cool and I'm happy about that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that was my that was my San Diego Comic Con experience broken down really uh, loosely, but you know, unfortunately, for whatever reason, we haven't recorded anything until now, and that was almost a month ago now. Yeah, you know how many brain cells I've lost since then, just from Seven. trying to pick up goldfish crackers. <laughs> it's a lot, man. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Thank you very much, everyone, uh, for taking part in, in this, in the live experience. Thank you very much to every one of our listeners and all of our patrons, uh, including Brandon Janot, who you mentioned is one of our patrons. And Steve Ashton, the guy we inter we interviewed, I interviewed on episode 300, is one of our patrons. So thank you, sir. Uh, yeah, thank you. And you know what else? Fuck you. Yeah, there you go. Oh, you. I, I explained before <laughs> the show 
his outrage, which I loved because I knew it was false. And the second time when he was having the outrage, he's like, you know, I, I don't know who the guy is. I, I don't know anything about him, but <laughs> F him. So that was, that was fun. Uh, I really enjoyed that. Uh, but anyway, uh, thank you to everybody uh, that takes part in this because we always uh, appreciate uh, each and every one of you because uh, realistically speaking, this is just a conversation between two friends talking about the stuff they want to talk about and uh, you uh, you help bring a little something to that every time we do it. So thank you. Uh, and, you know, some days we are more tech. We talked about the YouTube app. That's good, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, was there anything? And cable. Yeah. Was there anything? An AT and T merger. Was there anything you wanted to plug before we we go? By the oh, way. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, just if uh, I also do uh, color commentary for the the wrestling uh, videos. So if you, uh, I'll tweet it out. You can follow my my wrestling character Lauren Gardner on uh, the social medias. Oh, there we go. That is cool. So do you? But do you do that like after the fact, or is this captured yeah, live? Yep. I do it. I do it. I I don't do it live because I'm like. I'm running uh, static video cameras and taking still photos during the matches. Well, not to mention, uh, obviously, uh, being able to provide color commentary, you can actually put together your own freebie writer's room and you can really make exactly. some good, powerful content. Yep. You know, it, unlike, it, unlike doing yep. it live and getting your flip-flops stolen. <laughs> yeah, with the, when the dog's like, what the hell? And and speaking of binge worthy folks, uh, I've already gone through four episodes just before this. Uh, we sat down to do this as well. Glow season three is oh, on Netflix gosh. now. Yeah, there's too oh, much. There's, a, there's and I haven't dived into it, but there's a comic book series of Glow too. Oh wow, I, I was not that aware of that. The, yeah, that that follows the continuity. Yeah. Yeah. Well, cool, man. Uh, I did not know that. So thank you. You can check that out at your comic book store, folks. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, until next time, thank you very much, as I said, for uh, tuning in. Thank you for listening. My name is Will. I'm Trent. And we'll be back soon. Live. At Smodcast.com. This is NetHeads with Will Wilkins and Trent Hunsaker. Signing off. I know, right? But stop being a little Nancy and deal with it. Netheads. 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 We'll be back soon. Goodbye. This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at Smodcast.com. Not bad. We almost seem like professional uh, podcasters here, right? Almost. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm sorry, man. I just I I didn't know what to do. I we were I I looked and we were we'd been going for so long, and I'm just like, oh, I've just been talking about Comic Con stuff. How do we adequately wrap up? I can't I can't do it, man. No, we did it though. That's that's just it. We did it. Well, we didn't do it yet. I still have to. Uh... I still have to hit this first. Then we've officially done that. Do you know what that is? Wait, you got to hit what? I got to hit Which one? I got to hit this. <laughs>